Hi, welcome to the Project of You. I am Azita, your counselor, psychotherapist, and behavioral therapist. And I'm Nisha, not an expert in anything other than just being a human being going through life. <laughs> a very good topic to be an expert of. <laughs> well, I've been studying since I was born. And I happen to have a fabulous teacher to help me, my mother. <laughs> and if you're wondering what life would look like if your mother was a global speaker on women's issues, a social worker, and a mental health guru, well then, <laughs> wonder no more. That's what this platform is all about. Yes, exactly. As always, this podcast isn't a diagnosis. It's just a resource. We want you to feel supported, heard, and understood as your journey through the ups and downs of personal developments goes on. Just like a comforting conversation with your mother, like Han Yes, if your mother is an author, therapist, and human rights <laughs> activist. Yes. And speaking of overachieving... Our topic today is something millions of people struggle with. Yes, and that is imposter syndrome. Exactly. Now, what is imposter syndrome? Okay, imposter syndrome is a belief that despite your achievements, despite any evidence, despite confirmation from other people, no matter how hard they're trying to mm. tell you you're good, you still feel less than that mm. you feel unqualified you feel like there's been some sort of mistake or just maybe just luck or you've been somehow able to trick people yeah to get where you are at yeah like you're undeserving of what you have yes it's terrible feeling no matter how many awards i have received every time i'm that stage i'm still thinking why me they must have been yeah. a mistake. See, this is the funniest thing about imposter syndrome to me as an underachiever. You are not an underachiever, Nisha. <laughs> I am a bit. Like, I have phases no. where I'm super locked in on a goal and I'm pushing yeah, myself. Your imposter kicking in right now. <laughs> okay, but I just, I'm a, I, I, have, I have a balance, I would say. I have phases where I'm super locked in on mm. a goal and I'm pushing myself. And we can call that my go, go, go phase. Yes. And then I have phases where I just want to chill and take a bath in the middle of the day. We can call that my do nothing phase. <laughs> yes. And here's the craziest thing I've noticed about imposter syndrome for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please share with us. Okay. Is this like a session? Huh? Yeah. Why not? We can make it a role play. <laughs> yeah. Role playing huh? a session. Okay. okay. So that imposter syndrome voice you hear, you know the voice? The voice I hear or the voice you hear? The well, the inner voice, the okay. intrusive thoughts, whatever it is that comes out with imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And it's always something like, I'm not good enough. Or I'm not smart enough. I shouldn't be here. Yeah, exactly. Why am I here? I'm mm -hmm. a fraud. I'm not doing enough. Everyone's judging me. Yes, I know the voice very, very well. Yeah. Well, here's my theory. I've only ever heard that voice mm. during my go, go, go phase. Yes. It only comes out when I'm doing something, achieving something, pushing mm -hmm. myself, whatever. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't hear a peep from that voice in my do nothing phase when I'm eating corn chips on the sofa at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday and I have a mountain of work to do. Mm -hmm. Isn't that fascinating? Because mm. imposter syndrome is scary when you think, oh, God, is that voice right? Is that voice telling the truth? Mm. But if it was 
based in reality, hmm. then I should be plagued by that voice when I'm not doing enough. I should be hearing it 24-7. Mm-hmm. But funny enough, during those times, I actually have the opposite. Oh, so you have an affirming voice? Yeah. Okay. During those times, the voice is like, what's the harm? I'm just mm. chilling. It's not hurting anyone. Mm. What's the point of pushing so hard anyway? Just relax. Enjoy your life. Mm. Okay. So, so I've realized this, mm. that imposter syndrome only goes after people who are actually high achievers. Because look at the data. It's not unemployed people or lazy people who struggle with this. Mm. It's all the most amazing people who are revered and respected and achieved so much. So Mm. if you have it, that means you actually are good enough. Boom. Like the entire argument collapses in on itself. Mm. That voice that says, you're not enough, you're not good, you're not smart, you're a fake. Well, guess what? If that voice was speaking from a place of truth... I should be hearing it during my do-nothing phases, not during my go-go-go phase. So, what you've stumbled on here is very interesting, Nisha. Mm. You've actually realized what sometimes takes years of therapy. Yeah. You know, imposter syndrome is simply an extension of what we call your inner saboteur. Mm. That inner voice that comes from a place of trauma, maybe hurt, maybe ego, anger, fear. Perhaps it came from being overly criticized when you were a child. Mm. You know, father or mother keep criticizing you or keep comparing you with other children around you. Or a very stressful job, you know. You might be having a role that requires a lot of critiquing. and. Sometimes it's just a whisper, and other times it's a roar. But it's very convincing. That's the thing with that voice. Mm. It convinces you to essentially sabotage the good things in your life. Why? (laughs) Why does that exist? Okay, well, there's a very good reason, actually. It's, It's trying in its very own misguided way to protect you remember your inner saboteur is made up of all your past negative experiences things you witnessed things that have been said to you done to you Mm. and it is the pessimist that lives inside you and we all have optimism and pessimism voices like the yin and yang inside each of us and they balance one another So as much as you have this nagging pessimist, you also have an optimist, an inner leader, a voice that champions you. You just have to learn to identify and listen to it. Yeah. Well, obviously our brains have evolved to have both for a reason. Mm -hmm. It helps to be able to look at a situation and see not just all the good and reward, but also the risk and Mm -hmm. flaws. And then that way you can make a better judgment yeah yeah, precisely but the inner saboteur is the darkest part in the furthest corner of your pessimism this voice says you are very happy right now and the last time you were this happy remember something bad 
happen. Uh, so before that happens again, mm-hmm. you just end it now, end the relationship, yeah. or stop putting an effort at work, or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and yes. just protect yourself. Yes, yes. So Brene Brown says that when you are very, very happy, you're also very, very vulnerable. And if we applied that to story you told me, that when you are at home procrastinating, not doing anything, you in fact hear a voice that tells you, this is great and this is fine. Yeah, it's literally the mental gymnastics that this voice will perform to convince me that sitting at home doing nothing is actually Mm. a great idea is unreal. Mm, Procrastination. And there it is right there. You call that voice the opposite of imposter syndrome. Yeah. 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 But what the voice telling you to do, it tells you to stay home, stay safe. Stay in your comfort zone. Exactly, yeah. That's not the opposite of imposter syndrome. This is actually is the same voice. Whoa. Yes. Okay. It's a form of self-sabotage. And remember, your inner saboteur is trying to protect you from the big scary world out there. And it will do whatever it needs to do to convince you to get back to your safety bubble. This is blowing my mind. See, if you mm-hmm. if you look at any other guides for overcoming imposter syndrome, they always say something like, give that voice a name and then tell it to shut up. Tell it to go away. Tell it to back off. I've never heard someone describe it as a scared and vulnerable part yeah. of yourself. Absolutely. And actually, very caring part of you. Mm. It can definitely help you to give it a name sometimes. Yeah. If that works for you, that's fine. Yeah. It helps you to identify it. But it's not an evil monster. The more you keep telling it to F off and go away. The worse it gets. Exactly. It starts coming out in other ways. Yes, yes. So a lot of people, high achieving people, CEOs, PhDs, even stay at home moms that doing they're doing too much. Yeah. Artists, everyone yeah. that is doing a lot. These people are the most susceptible to imposter syndrome. Why? Because they have a lot to lose. Wow. And the inner saboteur is so scared of that loss and so scared of what it would do to you that is panicking and saying, you're not doing enough. This is not good enough. Everything is going to fall apart. And see, for me, mm-hmm. if I feel that, way too many times I just give up your self-sabotage yeah exactly I feel powerless Mm. so I end up exercising the worst kind of control but really the only control I feel like I have Mm. which is you should leave before you're left you should quit before you're fired it's Mm. gonna happen anyway and at least this way you're the one in control Mm. and you should reject before you are being rejected yeah exactly yes exactly so If we begin to reframe your understanding of what imposter syndrome really is, it's not this big scary monster trying to hurt you. It's really this very frightened, scared little part of you. And what do you realize? That it doesn't need to be vanquished Mm -hmm. like a monster. It Mm. actually just needs to be comforted like a child. Correct. The next time you hear that voice and tells you this isn't possible, this won't last, everyone will see through you, 
whatever that is. Yeah. Try to speaking back to that voice and say, it's okay. I know what I'm doing. Even if everything goes wrong, I'm going to be okay. And if it goes right, then guess what? We are going to feel so proud and loved and happy. So just trust me. You need to comfort that voice. Wow. So step into the power position by doing this. Yeah. Become the driver. And you will have many passengers with you on your journey. We all know that. We all experience grief, love, fear, joy, hope, sadness. But what's important is that you don't give these passengers the steering wheel. You should be the one driving always. Yeah, wow. That especially resonates with sayings like, oh, I was driven by rage mm-hmm. or I was driven by lust. Yes, exactly. These are emotions and reactions and they are pretty normal to feel, but they should not be in the driver's seat because when they are, you get taken off course. Wow. So... If you listen to our last episode on baggage, this is for you, our listeners. Yeah. You would have heard us talk about all the little ways you can start building a profound sense of trust in yourself and your ability. Yes. Yes? Yeah. And this is another place where that will come in handy. You want to have trust in yourself and come from a place to respect and authority when it comes to your life and the choice you make. The, the more you master that, the easier you will be able to comfort your inner saboteur until that scared little part of you doesn't feel so scared anymore. Amazing. So, I feel like I've just been saying that this whole, I've been like, wow, amazing, because <laughs> I feel so blown away yes. by this. Well, by the way, thank you so much for sharing your experience with me and doing the role play. Thank you for literally curing like 29 years of self-sabotage in 29 (laughs) minutes. (laughs) So we mentioned this at the start. This podcast is not a diagnosis. So if you'd like a proper therapy session, jump on our website, theprojectofyou.com.au, and you can book directly or take advantage of the free 15-minute consultation. You don't have anything to lose and you have everything to gain. Absolutely. One thing I need to address here is that the imposter will never be cured and will never go away. You just learn how to communicate with your imposter. Yeah. So I hope this helps. Please um, keep sending us your beautiful words of affirmation and emails and messages It's so wonderful to see how this podcast actually helping so many of you. And speaking of affirmations, we're going to leave you with one today to sum up some of the stuff we spoke about. Yes. So, Nusha and the listeners, you can repeat after me. Okay. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Everything works out in its own way. Everything works out in its own way. I'm going to experience everything this world has to offer. I'm going to experience everything this world has to offer. I don't need to be afraid. I don't need to be afraid. I trust myself. I trust myself. Beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) And thank you, as always, for tuning in. Great. Well, see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.